When I visit the schools, we sing a song that actually I learned in the missions in Mexico uh, in Spanish, but in English it's building up the temple, building up the temple, building up the temple of the Lord. And there's actions that actually go with it, with the kids. Uh, and as the song goes, it speaks about, uh, brother, come and help me now, build up the temple. Sister, come and help me now, build up the temple. Building up the temple of the Lord. It's a simple song. The kids love it. Kids love it. Now, if you were listening to the second letter, that's St. Paul's letter, his first letter to the Corinthians. He said to us, we are the temple of God. And the Spirit of God dwells in us. <coughs> I mean, hear that. Hear it. That we are the temple of God. And the temple of God, and, and in the temple of God, the Spirit dwells. That's us. That's what God does for us, especially with our baptisms. That in that moment, we become the temple of God. Temple meaning church. Church. Like we are here in the cathedral, in this temple. And so what happens in the temple? It is really meant to be a meeting place between us and God. It's really meant to be a place just like this, a prayer within us. And of where God speaks to us and God gives us his love, which in the end is his spirit. And that spirit is really meant to lead us and guide us through life and eventually to him in heaven. Now that's the, that's the promise, that's the pledge. Well, we also heard in the letter to the Corinthians that the Corinthians themselves, who had heard Paul and who really, really felt they had the Spirit of God, were beginning to argue with each other about who they were following. So some were saying, I follow Apollos. I follow Cephas. I follow Paul. And Paul says to them, no. Now, let me put it in context for us. I follow the Republicans. I follow the Democrats. I follow the Libertarians. I follow the Freedom Fighters. I've, I can stop there probably, you got the idea, okay? That in the end, Paul says, no, all of that, and it's, it's not even about, I follow St. John Paul II, Pope. I follow Pope Benedict. I follow Pope Francis. No, 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 that's Paul saying no. Who do we belong to? Jesus. We belong to Christ. And that's what he says in the, the very end of that part of the, his letter to the Corinthians. He's saying to them, no, 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 you're confusing all of this. We belong to God. We belong to Jesus. Now, it also means that we live like him. And that's really where it gets interesting. Because who is in control of our lives? Is it God 
or is it our own weakness? Are we a people of anger, impatience, and that actually controls us? Are we a people that are finding ourselves truly doubting God's presence in life and truly doubting what Jesus did on the cross for us? Are we finding ourselves controlled by our anger or hurt with someone in our family or somebody that we don't even know? Or the person that cut us off on the way to church today? In the end, it's really about belonging to Jesus. And Jesus in the gospel shared with us that we are to be a people of love beyond love. Not only are we to be a people who love one another, but we are people to love even our enemies, even people who have hurt us, even people who we are really struggling with. And I'm also talking about family members now and distant family members. Because in the end, we are temples of God. We are filled with the Spirit of God. God loves us. And that's what God wants us to share, his love. So some helpful hints. Uh, I get love letters, by the way, almost daily from people. My secretary and I call them love letters. They're really letters that have smoke and flame on them. Okay. <laughs> we call them love letters. And the first thing I do when I open the letter, especially if they've signed it, is pray for them. And so that's my suggestion to you. That's what Jesus is really calling us to. If you've got somebody in your life that you're really struggling with, or you're really concerned about, or that's hurt you, first pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. The second is also pray for the grace they need and you need to be in relationship. Pray for that grace. And then the third one, if you can make it there, is to really pray for understanding. And now I'm talking about a gift of the Holy Spirit. That's where it really becomes important for us to realize we are filled with the Spirit of God. And so to have the understanding of God for even the folks that are, we would consider enemies or people that have hurt us. And by the way, after I do all three of those, that's when I write my letter of response to them. And I don't usually answer what they're groaning about. I usually speak about the love of Jesus Christ and how we are called to be disciples of Jesus Christ and letting his love flow through us to one another. During this Eucharist, let's pray for the grace to forgive one another, yes. But let's also pray for the grace especially that we may know we are God's temple and we are filled with the Holy Spirit. God loves us into being every moment. 
And so as we approach the altar to receive his body and blood, the body and blood of Jesus Christ, he is building up our temple to the Lord. So brother, come and help me now. Sister, come and help me now. Building up the temple of the Lord. And your response is, Amen. <laughs>